Today on Wanna Be On Top, we discuss the iconic makeover day of cycle three of America's Next Top Model, and we had to get an icon to join us. I am so excited to welcome back our top model expert, Oliver Twigs. We play creative director with Oliver as he tells us what makeovers he thinks are a toot or a boot. And we also talk about, well, you'll just have to stay tuned to find out. It's going to be a really great show and I am so excited to share it with you. Stay tuned. Forever. Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shay Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Esposito. How's it going, Maxwell? Shay, I am doing so well today. I did some therapeutic pole dancing this morning because today we are going to be talking about the makeover day and cycle three of America's Next Top Model. I mean, cycle two really, you know, gave us the fantasy we wanted. And I mean, cycle three took the fantasy and like stepped it up. The girls laugh, the girls cry, and Tyra makes television. And it's a really, I mean, really, really entertaining aren't kidding. day. We as top model fans totally live for Makeover Day. We love a transformation story and Tyra really knows how to deliver one. Tyra also knows how to make a girl cry, which also delivers to all the viewer, all the viewers. So for this recap, I wanted to recruit someone I know fully understands the assignment. We had so much fun chatting with Oliver about the makeovers cycle two that I wanted to bring him back again to dissect these new looks for cycle three. So please, without further ado, welcome back to our show, our top model expert historian, Oliver Twigs. How's it going, Oliver? <laughs> What's you know? the tea, girl? What's the tea? Hi, Oliver. Welcome back. Hi, Max. We're just out here having a good time in top model land, talking about all the things that we love. And, you know, we were we were just... <laughs> I still laugh um, about your concept of giving Joanna and Camille the same makeover. Um, <laughs> we were talking about makeovers on Cycle 2, just to pin them against each other more. Like, I think about that in my sleep sometimes. And so I was like, you know, if we're going to be doing makeovers for cycle three we got to talk to our good good judy oliver and i'm so excited and happy to have you back thank you so much for having me back i really enjoyed last time and i just realized i talked about makeovers the first time with you guys now i'm talking about makeovers makeovers again Yes. Yes. We yes. loved your creative director um, perspective <laughs> on it when you gave, because I mean, you didn't just give Joanna and Camille a makeover. You gave everyone a makeover, basically. You're like, no, 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 I would have done this. And they needed this. <laughs> and we needed yes. to hear that again. Oh, yes. yeah. We, we definitely needed the things of the things for Cycle 3 because actually I hate almost everybody's makeover for Cycle 3. <laughs> Top model. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so ready to talk about it. I am so ready to get into it. And I'm, I'm, so I just want to know because, you know, we're doing these makeovers earlier on now. At this point in Top Model Land on Cycle 3, um, who is the girl that you were rooting for? In the words of my good sis, Monique Hart, I root for everyone Black and Aquaria, okay? <laughs> so, yes. I'm rooting for Eva, I'm rooting for Yaya, I'm rooting for our our, our lovely Takara Jones, I'm even rooting for Kelly's yes. ass, okay? <laughs> oh, Kelly. You, like, we were, we look, we, uh, 
I, after having, I did not root for Kelly really when the show was airing, but then um, going back, uh, I feel like she just needed a black friend real bad. Like, I, and I and I wish that they had been just a little bit more compassionate to Kelly, even though she was off-putting, you know, speaking of her wealth. But I was just like, that baby didn't know no better. Well, I had the joy of talking to Kelly very early on when I started my live series for Top Model. And a lot of it was, I won't call it tone deaf, but the baby was only speaking from a place that she knew of. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. And a lot of it, you know, you can't fault her. If she if she doesn't know about salt and vinegar chips, she just don't know about salt, salt and vinegar. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain yeah. things she mm-hmm. didn't know. You she know, can't help it. Her pants are from Gucci. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she, she just can't. can't. <laughs> And as somebody who I feel like, you know, I, I always be like, you know, I it's crazy how much like now I root for Kelly, just like looking at her experience and understanding like the age that she was and like where she was in her life, that it also was like a kind of like culture shock for like her as well, because she had just had very specific experiences. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, she was we only love 19. You, and only you know 19. what, don't. Don't quote me exactly, but I want to say when I talked to her, she told me like she was a, a successful business owner at the time. Like she was making a lot of money with the online boutique store. So she was like, you know, she mm-hmm. wasn't coming from a place of like, you know, I need this. And, you know, I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, destitute. You know, she had already had a lot of great accomplishments for her age. So, yeah, she was speaking from those places. God bless her. Yes. <laughs> bless her. Um. And so at this point, I feel like season three also um, ushered in um, a specific um, makeover um, for Tyra. This is where, you know, she went from her um, caramel um, kind of like honey mm-hmm. highlight tones to her. I am a redhead full-on redhead now. Like, this is when Tyra was just like, yes, red hair is where it's at. I like redhead Tyra. Red hair Tyra is, like, reality television excellence. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it is red, it Mm -hmm. is fiery. For sure. (laughs) Definitely a volcano eruption. Yes, because I just... I feel like the red hair actually didn't make an appearance until after casting when the girls met her on the rooftop prior to flying to Jamaica. Ooh, I would need to go back and look at that, but I think you actually I might feel be like right. I need to I feel like I need to go back and like check, but I'm pretty positive that the red hair did not make its appearance until on that rooftop in New York prior to the Jamaica shoot because I because, you know, it's like, I feel like this um, podcast is it's like <laughs> therapy in a way because it like brings me mm-hmm. back and I start to like recall things. Because I remember watching the season and just uh, like seeing that shift of like the tone in the hair where I was just uh, like, hold on, wait a minute. Because mm-hmm. it was really long too. Like at that moment, it was like really, really long. I was just uh, like, Tyra's switching it up. She's switching it up. She said, yeah, y'all go to Jamaica. Um, and then when you come back it's going to be red hair Tyra from here on out. I wonder what made her do that. She was obsessed with it. You think so? You know what? She did have red hair because she told that girl that was crying in the bathroom because that one girl, Rachel, during the casting special was crying in the bathroom and Tyra was like, you know the saying, don't fix it if it's not broke? Well, this isn't working, so we need to fix it. Maybe you should dye your hair red like me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, Good old Tyra. she goes you know this shit ain't natural <laughs> funny. i love her she, right i know i know like as if she dyed that hair and as if it wasn't just a unit sitting on top but you know what no look i'm gonna have to go back through like because now i'm like was it red with the cornrows and shake your body because those felt i don't know anyway Cause right, cause now I'm like, were those red too? Was Tyra already a redhead underneath the honey butt? Look, see, and this is where we have to um, do our our deep research uh, and come back with 
answers. I love that we can spend such an important amount of time of uh, this podcast that is dedicated to the other girls' makeovers to talk about the trajectory of Tyra's own personal hair journey. I mean, so the red hair is the best. Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Max. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying it's the best. I w- I'd rather hear your update, please. No, so I just did a quick Google search, and Tyra was actually almost a. Re- I, I mean, I think this is red. This is red, y'all. That's red. She was a redhead. Yeah, she's giving me red. And that's when she's, oh, look, that's the same unit. That See, that's what it is. She said, I want to wear the Shake Your Body unit for season three. I want to be a redhead. But she says it's a little bit too long. Can we take some of the length off? You know, the, that, that was the tea. The best was when she did that big hair that with, like, the mermaid pieces out when it was, like, really big. I think it was for the YJ Stinger shoot when she just had those little... Just like a couple pieces. Mm-hmm. She looked very like fresh off of under the sea vibes. I would love that hair on Tyra. Back onto cycle three. Yeah. Um, and 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 uh <laughs> I would love for it. I have to ask um for you, what was your favorite photo shoot from this season? My favorite photo shoot from this season. Oh my God, I hate to keep saying it because I feel like everyone says it, but the tarantula photo shoot was sickening. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my favorite one. It was. The cover girl one is a very close second, like very close second. They were so beautiful. All three of those ladies were so beautiful on that so water. With beautiful. The, yeah. The Stone. shimmer and the, yeah. Oh, so uh-huh. beautiful. Um, what is your favorite I, photo shoot, Shay? I don't know if you've talked about that yet. I would have to say that <laughs> I'm not okay. I I'm, I guess I'm not sure if I'm saying this because it's like my favorite, or if because I wish I could have seen it. Um, okay, so the Nokia photo shoot in Japan. Um, where they're um, working with, like, the kimonos and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Tyra kind of gives them a lesson and she's, like, you know, doing all this really great posing and just so... And the girls all fell flat. Like, I just... (laughs) I feel like as a little aspiring model would have knocked that one um, out of the park. Um Especially with the queen there showing you how to do it. Like, I just don't understand how they missed the mark there, all of them. mm Mm-hmm. But also, now when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, uh, probably really problematic in um, its use of the kimono. And they're just like in their little bras and panties, twirling them around. Um, Yeah. What makes you you say it's problematic? Because I guess, you know, the the kimono in Japan is uh, just, like, such an important cultural garment Mm -hmm. that I'm just all, like, I guess, like, twirling it around in some Victoria's Secret bra and panties um, may not be the best, but I do love the way that the the photographer... um, captured those images i thought that she was really um spectacular or was it a male photographer with a female um um translator that's the word (laughs) i need a translator with my thoughts look (laughs) (laughs) um but okay if not that i would say probably my favorite um season 3 would have to be um the alter egos the alter egos because i feel like the 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 hair fun. and makeup on those were really good and i still think about that latex top that they did on Anne that was just like poured yes. like over her like i still think about that yes. so oh yeah there there was some really good styling on that one um so and I feel like as, like, a drag queen, like, I get to play with, like, different, like, personas. So I feel like that would have been fun to play with. Shay, you're a drag queen? 
Sometimes. <laughs> only at only at certain times. Only right, in certain right. lighting conditions. <laughs> yes. On two occasions. That's when I wanted and needed. <laughs> yes. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna get a, into makeover day. We'll be right back. Okay, so Oliver, we really dissected the girls on cycle two, and I'm excited to pick your brain about these makeovers because this cycle definitely had a lot of upset girls that were not ready for what Tyra and these stylists had in store for them. So um, let's just get into these makeovers, okay? So when Tyra goes through the makeovers, the girls really put on a front, like they're okay with change, you know? And then when we Mm -hmm. get the girls into the chairs, we really start to see a different side of the story. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about probably the most dramatic makeover, which was Amanda. Amanda's hair was dyed icy blonde to match her icy blue eyes. And they also added in extensions. What did you think about Amanda's transformation? Definitely top 10 makeovers of top model ever. Top model facts. That really elevated her to the next level. It did a great job at capturing the essence of top model, which is, you know, taking these average girls and transforming them into, you know, these supermodels. But it also did a great job at bringing out her features, bringing out her face and complimented her, not only her eyes, but also her very, like, pale skin tone where it almost looked like she was just washed out you know like this real Mm -hmm. icy queen look she really benefited greatly from this makeover thank god yes no she totally did and they got the tones um of it like just right got her Mm -hmm. nice and icy and i do love like the before and after she even looks like paler and like Mm -hmm. the after because it, it it just like the way that that blonde hair just like made like you said just like really washes her out makes her into this little little snow fairy um Mm -hmm. i think it's great and i mean she transformed Um, inside and out on this one i mean she was like strutting around that salon whipping that hair around (laughs) (laughs) did you think the other girls were jealous yeah i feel like there are definitely some because it was definitely kind of like it was giving very bombshell vibes too with like Mm -hmm. you know center part just like long inches, like that's a that's a powerful hairdo, you know. That's a powerful haircut. So, you know, they were a little intimidated, um, and they could tell that she was feeling it. So I feel like that made them feel a certain type of way, especially when some girls aren't very happy with what they're getting. Um, yes, and there were a lot of girls unhappy. <laughs> oh. Okay, so <laughs> next, let's go. Uh, let's talk about Nicole. So Nicole got an I Love Lucy red hair color mm-hmm. with a very cute pixie cut. Do you think that this was working for um, Nicole? Did you like this uh, makeover on her? Absolutely. 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 Again, it really brought out her features. It gave her a little personality. It made her stand out more. And it, it worked with her, you know, her, again, her skin tone, that bright, mm-hmm. bright, strong, deep red against her pale skin looks very nice. Like that juxtaposition contrast, whatever you call it, looks amazing. Yes. Uh, and the brows too. They went in and got mm-hmm. those brows nice and red. And I, okay, so when we were talking last time about the makeovers, yeah. and I was saying that I felt like um, Joanna could have benefited from going red and looking like Linda Evangelista. This was kind of what I had in mind for Joanna. Like, this is low-key the makeover that was, like, in my mind. So I love that we got to see it done um, on Nicole because she really is serving redhead Linda Evangelista in this. But I almost feel like if Joanna would have gotten this haircut, she almost would have looked like a soccer mom, you know? (laughs) Yes. I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I feel like if she had... 
kept her natural brows that were also red, it might help her out. If she had the same brows as Nicole, I would see the soccer mom for sure. But like yes. she had like nice, yes. healthy, thick Joanna, like red brows like that, I think it would be really good. And maybe what? a bit more edgy because hers is so like quafted nicely and like brushed. If like Joanna's mm-hmm. was like choppier, I think it could be really yes, fierce on her. her in that color. Y'all said, am I good at this up? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Y'all said, am I good at this up? No. No, because she, for me, has that same Linda Evangelista bone structure. And, like, when I think of, like, the different, like, iterations of Linda, I think of how she she really was the chameleon that she could have her hair, like, jet black she could have it platinum blonde or she could have it red 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 and like it still was that fierce haircut and that fierce bone structure and it was just all like she basically was like a walking hair color ad you know because Mm -hmm. it was just all like you can transform and be anything that's one thing that I loved about Linda Miss Linda Evangelista yes Canadian supermodel of the world did her and Tyra get along was she ever why was she never on the show was she I think that she was, I think she was a little bit pre-Tyra. I think Tyra was a little bit, um, because Naomi was also like, in, in, in that, in that, like, circle of, like, supermodels, Naomi was, like, kind of already, like, the youngest of them in there. And then even Tyra was, like, younger than Naomi. So I, I feel like Tyra may have, like, kind of missed that boat there. Gotcha. But I mean, Ty- there were other like supermodels that predated Tyra, like Janice, Swiggy, Paulina. Maybe Linda didn't have time for Tyra. Maybe that ten thousand dollars. I Maybe think Tyra that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that Tyra was just kind of like right behind them, and I feel like almost like the other ladies that Tyra uh, utilized were the kind of like the generation before that. You know what I'm saying? So like, kind of like those top models of like the 80s and like 70s versus the ones of the 90s that were like hip right before she came up and blew up. You know what I'm curious to know too. This is like a whole side conversation. I wonder if a lot of those girls, like Linda's and the Naomi's and all those girls, I wonder if they like shunned their eyes at Tyra because Tyra was doing non-stereotypical model things. And they were like, "Girl, we models like you trying to do TV and and all this other stuff." And that's not really what we do. You're not really a model. I wonder if. I wonder. <laughs> or maybe they were upset that I mean, she was like oversaturating the market, or you know, like. You know, turning, making it seem like being a model was easy, something you could just do on TV, mm-hmm, which is like mm-hmm. definitely a problem that comes with these shows too. People are like, oh, they make it look so easy. Or Ooh. they were just like, damn, why didn't I think of that first? <laughs> Not tell the truth, Hollywood story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We saw different kind of like versions of top Ooh. model come around like after it, but it's just all like, I'm sure some of them were like, damn, why didn't I think of that first? Yeah, because we saw what we got. There was, um, remember that Remember that show that Tyson Beckford was hosting? It was like two, two, three seasons. It was like a model competition. Um, there was... Yes. Hold is on. This... What is that? That's what was Tyson it? Beck- what was it? <laughs> it came it came on Bravo. Yes. There was another show that had like women over 50 that was hosted by another model. And then remember, um, I think Heidi Klum hosted their project runway, and then there was the face. All the all the girls started trying to get their own little show. Make me a mm-hmm. supermodel. Make me a supermodel. <laughs> Yes. Oh. oh my gosh. Good times. What was the one that Naomi did? The face, right? Where she was like, check yeah, your face. lipstick before you come for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That even had Nigel Barker on it. Ooh, okay. You're, let's yeah. get off this Ooh. thing. Messy. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay, let's, so. Let's talk about Christy's makeover. Back to makeovers. makeovers. <laughs> <laughs> Christy. Good old Christy. Christy. Um, she really didn't get a lot of change. Uh, Tyra gave her bangs to make her look chic, but um, it sort of feels like the girls that don't get a lot of makeovers just really don't um, stay long. 
uh, after that. And and uh, <laughs> and honestly, I don't know what type of bangs they were trying to give Christy, but what is this? Ba- First of all, where is her? Par- what is th- so? <laughs> <laughs> the confusion let's talk about okay let's talk about the part first and foremost because the part is giving wig it's giving wefts that have been like pushed aside to like be parted like that is not like that is giving wig um and we know that that is her natural hair so if the part is giving wig then we already have an issue and i don't know where her bangs begin or end yeah, now that I've zoomed up in on the specimen, I definitely see two parts going on, one in the front and one in the back. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely disheveled and unleveled. Yeah, and it's... And I don't like yeah. it. And it's not giving, like, that intentional zigzag part. That's, like, just giving... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a collapse. <laughs> this, is, <Yeah. laughs> this is a <laughs> zigzag. Poor yeah. Christy. It really does seem that the girls that get the minimal makeovers uh, get sent home really fast, and the girls that get the most expensive makeovers stay the longest. Because I was also thinking about how Joni and Danielle both got dental work, and they were the top two. And they were like, oh, no, we we just put a bunch of money in your mouth. You are giving us a TV mm-hmm. show, mama. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, uh-huh. bitch, you finna smile. Yeah, they said, <laughs> they said, Amanda, you got hair extensions. Those were not free. You are top three. You need to give us TV, <laughs> drama, accuse people of stealing to your crystals. To the very end. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So after, after Christy, we get to Kara. Which Takara had some weave put in to give her a little bit of length and a hell of a lot of thickness. Um, what do we think about Takara's makeover? Hated it. She looks like she's serving cookies and milk. She's and giving she's- mom. She's giving very mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that they warmed up Takara's color. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the cut and the style, like we were, we were like. I'm thinking uh, to myself, it would have been nice if we gave her just like a full on Beyonce blowout, at least down to poof with like big, voluminous, blown out layers. Something for her to really throw around. Um, But with that like same color, I just wanted more length, more volume, more body. But I feel like in her photo shoots, she always got longer hair. Like when she did the topless photo shoot, she had long hair. When she was jumping on the trampoline, she had long hair. When she did the mm-hmm. tarantula photo shoot, she had long hair. They always gave her long exactly. hair in her photo shoots. Exactly. Because they knew, they were like, we made a mistake and we should have just invested and got that uh, a longer weave put in. Because that really was, that that long hair was really it on Takara. Um. But maybe they just wanted to to keep the keep the weave on themselves and then just clip it in for a photo shoot just in case. Now Shay and Matt's catch these things. What if they would have chopped um Takara's hair off and gave her a little, I don't know, like a little spiky, I don't know, pompadour type woofy thing at the top? I and think they would have killed those cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they kind of they kind of styled her hair like that for that first swimsuit shoot because yeah, the way they, they slick it back, it. And she was hot. I think she could um, really do anything. I was actually thinking about this morning when I was getting ready for this talk. I was like, oh no no no, she could do anything. I think. Right, I'm just like thinking. I was like, what would be like? Yeah, I I really do feel like Takar. Wow, what if they gave her Tyra's hair? Stop, unstoppable. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tyra's I'm like thinking, the red hair. Yes. Okay, so after Takara, we have Cassie. Um, Cassie, she is already adorable. So Tyra lightens up her hair and gives her a little bit of some weave to thicken her up. Um, and during the salon day, Cassie is the one that calls it out and says, I can't believe girls are crying. It's just hair. Do you agree with this sentiment? 
Yes. Especially some of these girls in this group. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, I, you guys asked me and I said I was okay to do this. So, you know. The only person I, only person I think was okay to cry was Jennifer with a PH, but we could get to that in a little bit. Next up, we have Anne. Um, so Anne cried during her makeover and, uh, Anne was told that they were, uh, going to make her blonde and they didn't mention a haircut, but it does seem like she got a little bit of some like inches taken off, but she's crying over her hair length, which honestly doesn't really seem to be that much of a change. Um, do you think that Anne was being overdramatic? Very dramatic for no reason. Like, for no reason. I feel like when you go on these reality TV shows and you sign all that paperwork and you do all this process, it's dumb to not just give yourself to the entire creative process. Like, just let them do whatever it is that they want to do. You're here already, girl. You can't go nowhere. It's only here. It'll grow back. Exactly. And I feel like she should feel, like, super redeemed knowing that, like, Dua Lipa went back and was like, I want that hairdo. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say she should be upset not about the length, but she should be upset about that dye job. I do not like that. That is not blonde (laughs) hair. I'm sorry. That is not a blonde hair dye. That is literally a patch on the front. What do they call that? A balage lié or something? Money piece. Oh, a money piece? (laughs) Oh, yeah, because she's got like money pieces in the front because they're very just like blonde. I don't know. I feel like maybe they... I feel like what they did was they probably did a test on Anne in the front, probably realized that they would not be able to get her as blonde as they wanted to get her, but had already lifted the color out. So they're like, we'll do some money pieces in the front and then just lighten it kind of like, because it seems like Anne from her original one perhaps had maybe gotten her hair dyed darker. Mm-hmm. Because there's like these really, really kind of like dark tones in there, and they probably weren't able to like get that lifted to the blonde mm. that they want. Because you can even see in the money pieces where it gets a little brassy down here by her cheekbones, they weren't even able to yeah. get that all the way blonde, blonde, blonde. So I think Anne probably had a troubled dye history in her past. And when they went to go and like lift her hair, realized all the different journeys that she had gone through with her hair color. <laughs> like, there's nothing we can do. And that's dangerous. My mom used to do hair, and she had in her years of stripping, she had two different clients. Her their hair melted, turned to water, and started dripping out of the sides of the foil my mom was very good at her job it was more the lady's hair and all the shit she had to take off like Mm -hmm. literally the hair just turned Mm -hmm. to water (laughs) is there like a a test that can be done on a hair to be like okay you can you can withdo this you can withstand this or just like the person just has to be very forthcoming with their hair history and then the dresser has to make a decision so they'll, like, a lot of times, from my knowledge, is they'll ask them about, like, their history, but then what they can also do is, like, a strand test. So they go and take a little piece, and then they, like, will go and try and, like, lift it kind of, like, all the way to the ends. And that will kind of show them, like, how they can get, like, a successful, like, lift. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Because, like, okay, fast-forwarding, um, um, was that season nine with Bianca... Bianca when they did the strand test on Bianca's red hair and they were like, okay, well, what we wanted to do with you because like you've already done all of this lifting and coloring to your hair, they're like, it'll basically dissolve. So that's why they like shaved her bald. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the hair just really can't withstand the process that you're trying to like put it through. So, you know, it seemed kind of like they did a strand test on Anne and were like, "Mm." no, Uh, (laughs) ma'am. They said, we can't take you all the way blonde, blonde, or you'll have nothing left. So we'll just kind of do this. Like Whitney Houston, nothing. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's go next to our girl, Eva, who I love the before and afters because you could tell that she was crying even before it even started, just when she was told that she was going to get just a little bit more of a cut done and some colors. Um, And so she told that they were going to keep it short and keep it clean. Um, And she also cried even though she had a one-on-one moment with uh, Tyra. And do you agree 
um, with Eva that this wasn't the look for her? Um, I don't care for the cut. The cut does age her a little bit. It's not a very young, youthful cut, but I do like, I, you know what? I feel like these makeovers do not, did not follow throughout the season because I don't remember her hair being like this. Um, what, what is it I want to say? I don't remember it being like this lackluster in color. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah and i also feel like you know they kind of tried to kind of straighten it and blow it out a little bit extra and i feel like throughout the series they kind of play around with her natu- natural hair texture um more uh but yeah it um the the shape of the cut is a little bit like what they could have taken her probably even a little bit shorter and given her a little bit more of a halle berry treatment and i think that, that would have looked really great really, really on really her nice yeah, there's just kind of some weird shape things going on here. And it seems kind of like she could, kind of has some, like, weird colics. So, you know, um, it seems like her hair wants to go in a bunch of different directions. But, um, I mean, it, it, was, it was fine, right? What would yeah. you give her instead, Oliver? You know what? So I, I just went and did a quick search of her ANTM cycle three photos and I like what they did moving forward. They they kind of like relax it a little bit more. It's not so like um stringy and separated looking. Uh-huh. They kind of they kind of married the hair together. They kind of slicked it down to her skin. It looks like they kind of uh-huh. also went in and darkened some pieces and then lightened some more pieces where you can you can kind of see the honey blonde a little bit more and it complements her skin so much better yeah i think i think they probably corrected it once they saw what it was given because what i'm looking at right now yeah girl they fucked you up can i curse i'm sorry (laughs) yes you can yes absolutely um well we are going to take a quick break and then when we come back we are going to talk about some more of these makeovers we'll be right back All right, so we are back here with our salon expert, Oliver Twist. Yes. Hi, Oliver. Hi. Hey. Okay, so look, um, you are really good at coming up with uh, better makeover solutions for these girls. You know, really solving the problems Ooh. that are created by some of these makeovers. Um and have you do you have a uh, history in like cosmetology have you done hair and makeup in the past or you just have good taste i don't know the thing about a brush and a comb i don't know anything about a brush and a comb i don't know crap i think i just have an eye you know i think i just have an eye for the things of the things and i know what can make someone look their very absolute best and i've watched 24 cycles of top models so of course i know what hair should look like Hello. Okay, so look, let's just keep on going in these uh, makeovers because I want to talk about um, Jennifer with a PH. So um, Jennifer came into the competition with hair all the way down her back. And I think it was pretty obvious when Nigel said, you're not very versatile with long hair like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) that they were going to cut her hair off. But I actually don't think they cut her hair to be extreme. It's, it's, you know, it's all right. Um, But they did donate it to Locks of Love, which is really, really sweet. Aww, that's nice. You know, it went to a good cause. Um, when, When you saw Jennifer, did you feel like, oh, they're definitely going to give this girl a haircut? Oh, of course. When I saw her with all that long, that long mane and tresses down her back, I'm like, they're going to cut this off because they know she's going to cry. <laughs> she, I don't think she really gave him the tears she wanted. I mean, I definitely think she was, like, sad that it was an extreme, like, I mean, I think anybody that would cut their hair from that to anything shorter would probably have a hard time. But she really did. At least they didn't show it. She didn't give the tears quite like an yeah, Anne it- or an Eva who were just upset. 
Yeah, it seemed like she just kind of had like a moment of saying goodbye to like her hair. It was like, okay, <laughs> that's that's it. But you know what she's giving me with this makeover? Um, she's giving me like Nomi Malone um with a blowout from Showgirls. <gasps> like Ooh. give give Nomi Malone a little mm-hmm. bit of a blowout and take a few inches off. Well, girl, Nomi <laughs> like, Malone. That's what it's giving. Nomi Malone had meaty blowouts. <laughs> <She had meaty laughs> blowouts. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That iconic. That iconic ass movie. Um, I okay. I, I'm going to say though, uh, I feel like the length that they gave Jennifer is neither here nor there. I like, agree. It is very mediocre. Um, I feel like it either needed to be like at her shoulders or a little bit like longer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, yeah. I mean the the brows are nice and everything, but yeah, no, it's just very, it's giving very pedestrian. It's not giving top model in my humble opinion. I mean, they in took the a more- sand. Oh, go ahead, Oliver. No, go Max. No, go Max. I was going to say that they didn't, they did Cassandra dirty when they cut her hair off. She had long hair like that. And then they gave her mm-hmm. the iconic Mia Farrow cut. So I think it's, mm-hmm. I feel like they should have given her something so much more extreme. I mean, but it wasn't a Mia Farrow haircut. Like, that was the issue. Like, if they gave Cassandra your haircut, that would be a Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Baby haircut. This, short. And honestly, like, when we think about it, it would have been hot. Like, think about that and just, like, platinum blonde on Cassandra's beautiful face with those cheekbones. But she wasn't having it. Which makes me say two things. One, whoever was in charge of cutting layers in these girls' head on this day of pop models should have their license revoked because I don't know a thing about hair, but I'm looking at all of their hair and it's like the levels Mm -hmm. are off. It's Mm -hmm. like long and then it just goes completely short. The styling is completely crazy. And I think what actually with her jawline and cheekbones... I would have loved to see Jennifer with a PH with a short platinum blonde to the scalp haircut. I think she could have, I think she could have handled that and it probably would have done her justice. Actually, she would have looked amazing. Bitch, yeah. Like I'm mm-hmm. thinking, um, oh gosh, what was her name? She was so popular in the um like mid-2000s, and she was like everywhere. She did all those Burberry campaigns. Oh, it'll come to me. I can't think of that top model's name, but goodness. I don't know who you're referring to, but I think, do you you remember Claire from Cycle 10? Remember Claire Mm -hmm. and the makeover they gave Claire? I think they could have given this to Jennifer. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. Well, Jennifer with a PH, that necklace is, well, that's a (laughs) <laughs> it's giving me very true faith from Ramona Singer, <laughs> Real Housewives of New York. It's she giving looks like very... Ramona Singer. <laughs> she has Ramona Singer energy too. Energy, Ooh. very that. It's like it, give her an Adderall and she's ready to go. Is it this episode when Jennifer, Eva, and um Anne get into like that little scuffle in the hallway and Jennifer like pushes Anne to the wall. And all uh-huh. I can remember, all I can remember is if, if you go back and watch that moment, look at Eva's face. Eva was laughing, and when she sees Jennifer <laughs> pushing Anne into the wall, Eva straightens up and says, Oh, and like look, and it's like, okay, girl, what is about to give? Right. She's like, because these bitches are tall. She's like, look, like, if we're about to start swinging, I need to know where I need to position myself. Because it's about to get real. I was talking to the trade the other day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the trade went to school with Eva when she went to Clark. And he was like, Eva was not the girl. They were like, Eva, like, that was not the girl you wanted to play or toy with. They say Eva used to smoke (laughs) a cigarette. Eva used to be on the promenade. Eva was not the girl you ever wanted to toy or battle with because she would get you. Top model facts. Now, I don't know how true that is, but that's what the trade told me. Okay, see, and and here's the thing, because that's so funny. We were having um a conversation with uh Evan Ross Katz. Mm-hmm. And he was we were we were talking about uh 
Oh, because we were set. Wow. And it's all coming back together. Look at how. Okay. Because we were talking about how Jennifer is now married to, what was it? An NFL player? Brian Chicago. The bro- yes. He's a okay. football player for the Bears. Oh, football really? player for the Bears. Yes. And so we were like, oh, it's giving very, like, she would be good for if they did a Real Housewives of Chicago. <gasps> you know, so I was already feeling that Real Housewives gig. And then I compare, compared her to Ramona, which I feel like she would be because she's like on the conservative side. And then, you know, here we are, we were talking about Eva. And he was saying, like, Eva on Housewives of Atlanta was not giving him the Eva that we thought that we would get based off of her performance in America's Next Top Model. And I said, the only time that I felt like we really got that Eva, the one that you're also describing, that the trade described, is when they had that fight between her and Marlo on that, in that van in Japan. Like, I feel like that was the only time. (laughs) Eva was eating her. Eating her. Eating her. And see, the Southern Black punk me was like, yes, get her. Eat her. Eat her. Eat her like a buffet on Sunday and it's Eva. Girl. She said, if you don't take your got to be glued and tack your ill-fitted wig back down before you talk to me, that's what it was all. It was, I've never seen, oh God, that was great. And I love the timer that they put on there too, to let you know that her (laughs) and Marlo argued for like a full hour on that van ride. Uh, So great. So great. Um, Okay. So uh, speaking of conflicts, next up, we have Julie's haircut. Um, JK, I'm playing. It's actually, it's, um, the um, same. It's this, yes. Uh, Julie actually got some decent layers. I actually, of all the girls, of all the girls, and I feel like that's because, like, Julie's hair probably had, like, the perfect weight to handle some, like, good layers going within it. And she just got, like, that really great hair texture. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, um, that was what. We got with Julie. I mean, this is the episode she um, goes home, so. Yeah, so it was very much so. They were like, here, we'll give you some layers, Julie, and uh, that'll be that. Um, Not much more to say about that, really. Well, they sent her home, too, uh, because she was the one that was, she wanted to be like, didn't you want to do it? She wanted to be in merchandising. She's like, yeah, I just want to be in, like, fashion, like, business. Like, I don't want to be a model. And they were like, oh, well, girl, bye. Right. You, you, you just made that easy. Right. Um, so after Julie, we have Yaya. Um, Tyra tells Yaya that she loves that she keeps her hair natural and that she's going to remove her braids. And you're like, girl, these are like twists. Get with it. Um, and Tyra also tells her that they're going to be sending her to the best dermatologist in NYC. Um, how do we feel about Yaya's makeover? Love it. Yeah, I feel like they literally there was there was this one part where I was just so like where I thought that they were trying to put a red rinse in her hair when she like went to the dermatologist, you know, and they had just some kind of rinse situation going on. Mm-hmm. And I was just so like, why are they leaving all this product in homegirl's hair when she has to go cross town to go to well, I mean, I'm I don't know if it's cross town, but she's gotta go through New York City traffic to go to a dermatologist. But I mean, luckily, luckily it seemed like um it all worked out. Next, we have Kelly. Good old Kelly. Um, Kelly was given a weave. And, uh, I mean, I thought it looked really nice. Mm. No, it's not giving. It's not giving. What would you have? What do you think that you would have? Now, you know what they could have given Miss Kelly? Yes. They either could have given her the go-to black girl makeover, which is a buck down the middle, down the back. <laughs> yes. A buck down the middle, jet black down the middle. Or, you know, now this may be the punk in me coming out. I don't know. But you know, like, how <laughs> say I've seen you with this hairstyle before, where, like, the wave is so deep and consistent. And it's just like, it's like a deep, deep tsunami wave. Just, ugh! That, that, that deep Kelly and the rest of those on her titties. Oh my Jesus! Yes, ma'am. Because this right now is very corner giving... store mom. <laughs> but okay, that deep wave you're talking about. You're talking about like giving like kind of like um um 
Solange on the cover of a seat at the table, yes! but like longer. Yes. They could have given her yes. the oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But you know what? Kelly back then still probably wouldn't have known what to do with it, so. No. Did she say yes. she hated her experience on the show? Oh, you know what? The most, the biggest thing I remember her saying was that, you know, she really didn't know what she was doing and she felt like everybody was kind of like ganging up on her because of she was black, but she didn't, she wasn't black like Takara. She wasn't black like Eva. Mm. You know, she was, she wasn't that type of black. Um, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. She did say she had a hard time on the show, yeah. And like, they Dang. were picking her apart and there was a lot of things she really didn't understand and get. And actually, over the summer, her chat went viral because everyone was saying like, justice for Kelly, like, oh my God, like y'all did her so wrong. Y'all talked about her so mm-hmm. bad. There was even a moment um, in one of the episodes, I think it's, yeah, it's this episode, where the photo they chose for her in panel was nowhere on the level of the other photos. You can kind of see when the camera kind of cuts to it and you can see her um, mm-hmm. her film. And she had so many amazing photos when they chose that one photo. And, you know, it, it is of the, of the belief they just wanted to kind of terrorize her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like I felt like they low key did like bully Kelly a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like she deserved so much more compassion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. so much more than what she got. I remember even like watching it initially, being like, I think they're being a little mean to her. Like you know, we live for the mean, but I was like, this is nuts. Let's keep moving right on along next to um our girl Norrell. Um, Norrell is definitely one of our favorites here. She just. I mean, she just be giving us so much joy here. Um, so Norelle was given a haircut and uh, also had her braces removed. Um, do we feel like we got an elevated look <laughs> for Norelle? I think so. I, I hope her teeth were straightened before they just went in her mouth and, and plucked it out. <laughs> right. I think they said that during the right. casting process because I think they were like, she can't have braces and be a top model. And I think Tyra said she's like eligible to get them off soon. Okay, rem- good, good, good. Yeah. I do no, remember I that lo- being a point of conversation. I do love this cut in color on Norell. She looks amazing. Okay, see, I don't. I, <gasps> I, it's a little bit. Sure. Um, it's just. <laughs> I love. Norelle, don't get me wrong. I just don't think that this cut or this color are doing her any justice. And I'm sitting here, I'm dissecting Norelle's face. I'm dissecting her, like, bone structure, um, her skin tone, her coloring to try and figure out what I feel would have been um, the best solution. And... (laughs) To the problem. Um, Okay, so what I'm thinking what actually could have worked for Norelle, well, because look, they also changed her part. So it's like, okay, her hair at least could be trained to be parted differently. And I feel like um, Norelle has a bit of an asymmetrical face. And so to balance that off, I would actually give her a center part, like what they gave Anne, take her hair down to the shoulders just past because she has like a really high clavicle. And then I would give her just a rich, 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 beautiful, warm chocolate brown and just let her be just like classic with those like kind of beautiful bluish green eyes center part, symmetry, weight, like probably some added extensions just to make it like really heavy so that when she moves like that hair, that bob is like, but like, that's probably what it's I like what Shay, it. the bob did what now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <they'll... laughs> yes, movement. Like very Victoria Beckham right. vibes. Yes, Victoria Beckham. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's what I feel like she would like need that very Victoria Beckham kind of like, Heavy, heavy weighted bob. Come on, and not quite so. <laughs> I could see her with and like, not hair so too. black. Yeah, so like, 
Okay, let's see if they wanted to make her look a little alternative. I could have given her some like money pieces to serve you um, Avril. Yeah, serve you a little Avril little moment. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, what would you have done for Darrell? Besides, you, I mean, you loved it. You, you liked the yeah, cut. Yeah, but... I like the cut. I don't, I think. Okay. I think her, I don't think her skin tone can really handle brown. I feel like it would kind of, it would kind of clash. I feel like the, the dark color, the black kind of awakens mm-hmm. all of her features. I do like the Victoria Beckham styling of it, which I think they did try to do do with her in her um in her beauty shop this this episode where they kind of uh-huh. you know they kind of gave it a little levels a little you know a little asymmetrical thing going on but i do think the color is spot on for her work well the panel i guess is still out I'm be the yes it, for an she, this is when we're on the panel of the reasonable top model going back and forth <laughs> and i'm like no 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 but Shay would probably be in charge so she would veto me and then I'll be like Janice Dickinson on the end talking shit. Wait, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like what we would do, I feel like if we were on the panel is because see, we, we would know that like these haircuts are like semi-permanent. So like what we would do is we would do wig fittings for all of the girls based on the style that we thought that would like laced up boots, like 360 lace and have them try on the wigs and if it works in the wig then we go and then we pull the trigger on the haircut <laughs> and, the, and the color <laughs> that's all the time that we have for today <laughs> thank you so much Oliver for joining us did you have fun always have fun with you Shay. I really feel like it should be a thing where I come and do every makeover episode with you for every cycle I kind of feel like that should just be a tradition. I feel like that should just be a thing now. And, um, <laughs> what is the saying? So, so it shall, so, so it's. Sh- so it is, so it shall be. Yeah, so it is, or so it shall be done, or something. Mm-hmm. So it- <laughs> if it is written, well, so it should be done. Come on, y'all. Let's just keep throwing it out. <laughs> yes. You know what? <laughs> let's keep trying. We'll get it right eventually. So it is written, so it shall be done. As it is written, as it is written, so it shall be done. Is it written? I, <laughs> I feel like RuPaul said this one time. Um, as it is written, so it's wait. Now, God damn it! No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> It is. As it is, so it is written, so it shall be done. Work. So it is written, so it shall be done. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, It has been such a pleasure. Oliver, please tell all of our listeners where they can find you online. Yes, everybody, you can find me on everything. He is Oliver Twix. That's T-W-I-X-T on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Oliver Twix on YouTube as well as Facebook and www.olivertwix.com. Yes, ma'am. And Oliver will be back with us on Thursday. And we are going to play some trivia and shoot the shit about some of the best top model moments in the franchise. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Look, this has been such a fantastic time and we love putting this show together for you. And look, if you have any top model facts or questions for Maxwell and me, our guests, or you even just want to say hi, please, you can send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to Wanna Be On Top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show. It helps us grow. I'm Shea Coulee. And I'm Max Wasposito. And as always, the question remains. Want to be, be on top? Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. To listen to Wanna Be On Top, ad-free, and Monday early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus.
Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review. I want to be on top. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch. I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Shea Coulee. Produced by Maxwell Esposito. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 